Welcome to Thrive, a Paychex business podcast where you'll hear timely insights to help you navigate marketplace dynamics and propel your business forward. Here's your host, Gene Marks. Hey everybody, it's Gene Marks and thanks for joining us again. I'm here with Lex Gillette. He is a globally recognized Paralympic track and field athlete for Team USA. Uh, Competing primarily in the long jump, Lex has amassed five Paralympic medals, four world championships, and he is the current world record holder in the event. He is the only totally blind athlete on the planet to eclipse the 22-foot barrier in the long jump. Lex recently returned from Tokyo's 2020 Paralympics with a silver medal and now has his set sights for Paris 2024. Lex, uh, thanks so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're here. And and Lex, we had spoken earlier. You told me that you had lost your eyesight at the age of eight. Tell us a little bit about this. Yeah. So I had come home from school one day, went through my normal routine. That evening, as I was in the bathtub, I started noticing that my sight was it was blurred. It was faint. Hop out of the tub, get onto the bathroom counter, immediately realize something is wrong because it was it was tough for me to see my reflection in the mirror. We go to the doctor. They see that I am suffering from retina detachments, which leads to a string of operations. Tend to be exact in that one year that I was that I was eight years old. And after the 10th one, doctor said that there wasn't anything else they could do to help my sight. And they said that I would eventually become blind. So from there, it was go home, go through your normal routine, eventually go to sleep at night. You wake up the next morning, see a little lesson, what you do the day before until one day you wake up and you cannot see anything at all. No. All right. I mean, it's a, it's an awful story, but clearly you have made, um, you know, so much of that. So, yeah. So, so Lex, this, this conversation is about diversity. Now I know you were very young when you went blind, you were only eight years old. So I just want to make sure that you're aware you're a black guy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you figured that out or not. Oh, yeah, no, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, just don't know if anybody's told you that. I'm a white guy. <laughs> we, and I talk to Oh, that's funny because I would have thought you were black. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. no, I am I'm about as white as you can get. Um, diversity is a huge issue. Um, and and I have to say, you know, again, our audience are small business owners, and we I mean, Lex, we struggle with diversity and equity and inclusion in our businesses. Uh, I, I really have not met a business owner or a manager that doesn't want to have more diversity in their business, but sometimes the way they go about it or sometimes uh, uh, their, their thoughts about diversity um, aren't necessarily you know, the, the right way to, to be thinking about it. You talk about something called blindfolds, you know, and you say blindfolds currently exist and it, it, it limits us. And I was wondering if you can, you know, to start this conversation about diversity, if you can expand on, on what you mean by that. Yeah, so in literally speaking, in, in competition, as, as an athlete who is blind, we are also required to wear a blindfold to ensure that there is a level playing field across the, the field of competitors. Hmm. So they want to make sure that sight is not a competitive advantage. Hmm. And when you think about it, in just an everyday life, you know, we don't have an equal playing field, a level playing field for a lot of, of groups within the United States. And you think about it from, from a race standpoint or, or gender or ability. And, um, and so I think about those blindfolds in the context of 
things that impede people's ability to see the road ahead with with more clarity and and truth. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And we all have that. And we all are, you know, struggle with those limitations. Yeah. So, you know, we struggle with biases as well in our businesses. And um, they impact us. You talk about conscious and unconscious biases. I was wondering if you can you know, give some examples of what you mean by that and how you think that impacts both morale and productivity. Yeah, I think that, you know, we are... You know, we're, we're products of, you know, kind of our, our environment and, and we have our backgrounds, our experiences, things that we've we've all uh, come to to learn and understand over the years. And, and I think that now we're starting to see that a lot of those things are inconsistent and are not hitting the mark in terms of ensuring that we are providing the best spaces and places for for people. And so um I learned a lot about this at an early age because sure from a little literally being able to transition from being able to see and not being able to see you can you can learn how to read braille okay mm-hmm. can't read print books but you can read braille you may not be able to use a computer right out of the box but you can you can get a, a speech software that can be installed on the machine so that you can learn how to use the machine as well. So you're able to to truly see that, oh, okay, well, here are some like very concrete accommodations that are available. I think where a lot of the challenges lie is when we get into the societal perceptions and how the world views us. And a lot of times when I walk through the, you know, walk through the through the streets and through the city, um, you know, I will probably be looked at looked at as you know, it, it, incapable or or less than or, you know, people have a just a different type of viewpoint. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of those perceptions are totally untrue. And so nice. we want to want to get to a space where. Uh, you know, we all just, you know, feel comfortable and, and you know, feel like we belong here and, and, you know, don't have to worry about kind of antiquated viewpoints that that tend to to hold us back. Didn't this come, I mean, this must have become much more prevalent in your mind over over the past few years is, you know, you, 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 you don't have eyesight. So that, re- I mean, th- that doesn't remove all the factors that can contribute to bias um, I mean, you can hear my voice. You can you you can you can kind of get an idea of maybe what I look like or you know what I sound like. You know what I mean? Um, and we joke about that, but you know, yeah. when you take away your eyesight, though, you know, you still can't see me. So that does remove bias. So yeah. that that must have made you start thinking to yourself, like, man, you know, if if everybody was blind, for example, like they make us when we race, yeah. um, that would actually be one step towards you know, removing bias and maybe, you know, improving diversity in the workplace. Yeah. Man, that's an interesting point because I've definitely thought about that before. And I wrote this article a year or so ago. <clears throat> this was during the, the thick of the, the pandemic. And I want to say it was a couple months after the uh, the George Floyd murder. Mm-hmm. And and I had made the point of of in a certain way, blindness has provided a certain type of protection. Yeah. Because you think about biases, a lot of those things are, are visually triggered. 
you know, yeah. as someone who is, you know, as, as a black person, say I'm walking inside of a building and, and maybe someone who's white, they might uh, clutch their bag or, or, uh, you know, maybe I walk in and, and since I am blind and, and I'm just venturing into the realm of imagination here, but, you know, maybe there are some people of a, another race and they're, you know, maybe they put the, the finger over their, their lips. So they, so they won't give the indication that someone is there. Um, and, you know, because of me walking in and, 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 you know, not only being black, but being blind and not being able to see those, those, uh, gestures and behaviors. Um, but that protection isn't there for a lot of people because you are able to see. And yes, I think there is some benefit of, of everyone being blind and being able to, or having to make decisions purely based off of, you know, that, that type of experience, you know, not being able to see race. Um, but I also think that it is important for us to, to see race because when you do, I think that you can gain an understanding of what, you know, each race or, or gender or whatever marginalized group that we are talking about, um, it gives you an idea of the challenges and things that they do face. Um, and, you know, that's, that's very important, you know, seeing that so that you can, you know, acknowledge it and then figure out a way to, to, um, you know, remove those blindfolds. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny that you, you know, you say that cause I mean, you're right. There, there are some pros to removing some of your senses as it is, if you want to try to make an unbiased decision. But then again, by removing those senses, you know, you are limiting yourself to, to seeing that actual person on the color of their skin or their background or the look in their eyes, which can help you hire that person, you know, yeah. for, for different reasons. So, because yeah. I was literally just about to ask you like, Hey, so wouldn't it make more sense for us all to just put on blindfolds and, or just interview people over the phone without looking at them or, you know, you know, seeing what color their skin or where their background. But if you're trying to build a diverse workforce, you do want to see them or you do want to know what race they are in background, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I'm definitely. And maybe there's just some some interesting way that you can combine both of those fat, like both of those elements, being able to have that that interview where, you know, say there is the 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 taking away of the site. Yep. So that you are purely focusing on, you're focusing on the conversation, the voice, et cetera, et cetera. And then also having that opportunity to be able to, to, to look as well. I think there could be some, you know, an interesting way to kind of expand that interviewing process. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, and I, you know, unfortunately, you know, there are so many unique questions that you could ask a black candidate, an Indian candidate, uh, you know, an Asian candidate, a female, yeah. and I, that's unique to them and their experience. But then, then you start treading into dangerous grounds and potential, you know, legal issues or discrimination issues. And that's yeah. well and beyond this conversation, but they are challenges. Let's assume that we get over some of those challenges. I mean, you know, you know first of all, tell me why it is important to have a diverse workforce in your, you know, in a company. What do you, what do you think it provides? Because we all have something uniquely special to offer the world. And I talk a lot about vision. Vision is our ability to see things before 
they exist. And I truly believe that vision is meant to change perceptions, mindsets, society, the world, and something of that magnitude absolutely requires a diverse, uh, just a diverse uh, uh, group of people. Um, we all have different skill sets, talents, abilities that need to be brought to the table. And fortunately for me, I had my teacher in, in high school who he met me where I was you know, as, a, as a kid who couldn't see anything of being inside of a, a PE class where you know, sometimes you, you might have someone who encourages, encourages you to sit on the sideline. Oh, you know, we got this blind kid in here. We're shooting baskets, playing dodgeball. We don't want to get him hurt, anything like that. But I had my, my teacher who challenged that thinking. Why does Lex have to sit on the sideline? He only has something wrong with his with his eyesight. He has total ability in his arms, body, legs. Let's figure out a way to adapt these activities so that he can participate. And so I think that when when leaders and you know all of us, when we have that type of mindset, where what can I do to change this situation so that this person can not only see their potential but unleash their potential into the world? When you have that type of mindset, now you are not only impacting in the, you know, one person's life, but you're also empowering them to, to take that ability, that skill set, that talent, and to get it out there um, so that the world benefits, the business right. benefits. And that is just, you know, it's going to bode very well for you as you maneuver forward. Lex, what, is, what do you mean when you talk about empathetic eyes? Being able to literally step into the shoes of someone else. Mm -hmm. Now think about when, when my guide and I started to work together in those beginning stages and you know he hadn't worked with someone who was blind or visually impaired before. So I mentioned that blindfold that we have to wear in competition. He decides to put this blindfold on and, and, and tries to, to walk around just to get an idea of what it is that I deal with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And from that type of, you know, from him trying that out, it was, you know, it was, it was him getting an idea of, of what it is that, that I experienced. And so that just set the framework for us building a, a really strong relationship. You know, him seeing that, oh, okay, well, he, you know, this person is, is, is blind. So that means that my communication has to be very good. I have to use effective communication. Sure. Telling me that, <laughs> Lex, your water bottle is over there is not going to be the most, like the, the best use of, of your words. You know, how can you be more descriptive? And again, helping people to, you know, meeting them where they are so that they can be the best them that best person possible. And so it's changed from Lex, your water bottle was over there to Lex. If you take one step to your right hand side and reach down in front of you, your water bottle will, it'll be there waiting for you. And so again, I think that when we can take more of the responsibility and say, how can I change this narrative? How can I assist this person? That's really going to open a lot of doors for you as a as a leader and as a business owner 
you know, it's, it, you make me think Lex as well. And, and I know we only have a couple of minutes left, but the, um, you know, I hear, com, you know, complaint after complaint from my clients, they, they want to build a more diverse company, but you know, they, they can't find people, you know, they, you know, and I, and I wonder if they're just, they're just not looking for a place. I mean, for somebody to hire you, if I were to hire you for my company and I run a company with like 10 employees, you, because you're blind, you know, I would have to teach you a lot of different things, make certain accommodations, do whatever I, whatever's necessary to kind of bring you up to speed and make sure that you can do your job for me. Um, that it just won't be like a, you know, snap of the fingers. Like if you just hired somebody who didn't have your disability, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that like, you know, it's the same thing. If you really want to hire people more of, you know, people more of color or gender or certain backgrounds, you know, the, the traditional places that we go to as business owners, they're easy. You know, you hire somebody off a career builder, you know, or off of LinkedIn, but you know, a lot of those people might not be there for various reasons, but they're, they can be good and smart people. It's just going to take more work by me, the business owner to say, listen, okay, maybe this person doesn't have a college degree, or maybe they've never been on LinkedIn, but if I brought them on board and I taught them and I accommodated them, you know, not only will I have a good employee, but I can, I can, I can reach some of those diversity objectives, you know, and benefit from that. And I think that when you have, when you take that sort of approach, me as that person who's on, on the side of the coin where, you know, I'm the, I'm the employee that's that's going through the onboarding process. I can totally sense that that energy and you know sense that you you want me to be here. Like right. You're taking the time to teach me to educate me, and and that gives me a certain level of confidence, and that makes me want to step into that space and say, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my absolute best because you're taking time to ensure that I, I have absolutely everything." that I need. So it's only right for me. I feel that I bring my absolute best in and and make sure that hey, like we're gonna we're gonna make this happen. I'm gonna ensure that I that I learn all of these things because not only do I want to do a good job for myself, but I want to do a great job for you and the company. Yeah, you know, it's funny. And you know, I, I had one client I was talking to a few weeks ago who he hires people wherever he sees them. He runs like a windows and doors company. And he's like, listen, you know, I can teach you to sell windows and doors, but I can't teach you to be smart or to have the right attitude or to have energy, you know? And, you know, if I find someone like you, Lex, I'll be like, all right, listen, all right, maybe this guy isn't, you know, he's, he's been running track and field all this time. He's not a financial expert, but the, the stuff that I could teach you, um, I, I can teach you and I can make accommodations. And in return, I get somebody who's going to be like a great employee and, Again, this conversation about diversity will add to the diversity of my workforce, which will benefit my company overall. So there's there's a lot in it for me, I guess, is what I'm saying as a business owner. Totally. And I think, I mean, it's beautiful because I think that through that interaction, I think that we both are in a space where that that blindfold is is being is being removed and we're able to see that path ahead. And and it's, you know, it's, it's just a beautiful type of, uh, you know, connection and, and relationship that can be built between uh, colleagues and, and you know, whoever. Okay. Well, listen, that offer letter from the Marks Group will be in the mail soon, Lex. Okay. So keep your eyes <laughs> open. You're going to love accounting. You think that running track and field is fun? I mean, 
Come on, wait till you start doing debits and credits for my business. You're going to be just jumping for joy. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I got to do a little bit of math and things like that in the, in the, uh, in the track world. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Accounting is a way different ball game, And I would <laughs> not right. want to be in that space right now. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. Lex Gillette is a globally recognized Paralympic track and field athlete. He is a author. He is a consultant. He is a public speaker as well. Lex, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, where can we reach you if we want to find you? Absolutely. LexGillette.com. L-E-X-G-I-L-L-E-T-T.com. And I'm on all social channels. Everything is my name, Lex Gillette. That's great. Thank you. I'll follow you on Twitter. It was great speaking with you and hope to speak with you again soon. Take Absolutely. Care. Thanks. Do you have a topic or a guest that you would like to hear on Thrive? Please let us know. Visit payx.me forward slash Thrive Topics and send us your ideas or matters of interest. Also, if your business is looking to simplify your HR, payroll, benefits, or insurance services, see how Paychex can help. Visit the resource hub at paychex.com forward slash works. That's W-O-R-X. Paychex can help manage those complexities while you focus on all the ways you want your business to thrive. I'm your host, Gene Marks, and thanks for joining us. Till next time, take care. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022, all rights reserved.